Well, all uh, five listeners, welcome to the pilot episode of Cosmos with Cosmos, where three planetarium pals give some bad science education while having some Cosmo-like drinks. So with that, I'm Brandon. I'm Mike. And I'm Liz. And we're the Planetarium Pals. Planetarium Pals. Or the Fellowship like of the Dome. We're, yeah, we're the Fellowship of the Dome. The Fellowship dome. of the Dome. It's, that's you even have better. Magic tattoos and everyone. Fellowship everything. of the Dome. Yeah. Hey. We all have those tattoos. Yay. Um, so the idea here um, is basically we like to drink nice drinks or bad drinks, and we like to talk about space. And we find ourselves usually, uh, whenever we do Skype, we just do those things anyway. So we figured, why not just stick it into a structure? And have a good time with it. So, so what we'll be doing is each episode will have a general theme. This week's theme, or every other week, whatever we do, is the solar system. So we each pick one general topic within the solar system, or out of the solar system, in Mike's case. because <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always. It's true. It's very true. <clears throat> so I guess we should kind of lead off with uh, what drinks we are drinking. All right. So let's uh let's go with a. Uh, oh Mister. yes, I am uh drinking this um astronauts piss. If we're going with theme names, <laughs> uh, that's what it looks like. It is uh yellowish. Although this astronaut might be a little dehydrated, could get a little bit more hydration there. Well, if it well if it's clear like lemonade, you're in the clear. Uh, is that well? No, it's okay. that's how the saying it's goes. It's a little darker than that. Um, and apparently this right. astronaut's piss is from New Zealand. So, um, <laughs> oh, and what does it taste like? White wine? Freedom. Like freedom. <laughs> New Zealand freedom. Squeeze kiwis. Yeah. Squeeze All right, I am having... Mr. George. Well, it's kind of muddy now, but what's called a Zwicky Nebula. Um, it is... Hey, Zwicky. Fritz Zwicky. Zwicky. It is um, orange juice mixed with strawberry and kiwi vodka. Uh, top... Topped off ah, with um, rum, <clears throat> coconut rum, and um, cranberry juice. I like the kiwi theme we oh. inadvertently have. Yeah, inadvertently. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is in reality, kiwis. Mine's... Um... And, we've, and yeah. we've just oh. lost all our listeners. <laughs> yeah, right. And if you haven't noticed, um, talking about astronaut piss and things, it's a mature podcast because... At least one of us would curse multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, we are drinking, so clearly it's not for children. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm going to have to make a drinking here again here in a moment. Yeah, <laughs> You okay there? We'll just pause and Mike can right. it later. What are right. you having, Brandon? So, so I have something of a contemporary twist on a classic drink. Mm. So this is <laughs> a mix of a white Russian and bourbon, so I'm calling it the Apollo Soyuz. Because it's a combination of Russian and American drinks. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like so that daring in this day and age. Daring mm-hmm. combination. All right, so. Oh. I guess we should kind of dive into the topic. Unless, unless, unless uh, I just wanted else. to know if you wanted to introduce our, our fourth member, uh, unofficial member. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Him? It's Smeagol. And you know it's Smeagol and not Gollum. Because if you look at the if you look at his face... He's he just is, so happy. He, he looks look, very happy. He's he's like look at the eyes as well. Yeah. And for those of you who aren't those watching are... this video, um, and you're just listening, oh, yeah. uh, Smeagol is right behind Brandon, staring very psychotically. Creeping at us. Creepily yeah, looking great. at him. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's how I know I'm. It's how oh, I know God. I'm loved. 
All right. At least someone loves it. So right. what do you want to talk about first? I think first thing we're talking about is the object closest to Earth we're we talking about today. Mars! That is not. No! Wait, <laughs> was going oh, first. That's Liz. No. I, I thought, damn it. This is why it's the first episode. Well, then the, op- the, the opposite. The most yeah, let's, let's go with most distant. And even though, even though the theme is solar system, this isn't even in the solar system anymore. That's true. But it started off well, in the solar neither system. Neither of them are. Well, and didn't the second one just yeah, like earlier this year? It was year? Uh, 2018, yeah, so. so it was last year. Uh, so we're talking about Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. Hey. Hey. The Voyager bonus, mission. Bonus points if anyone guessed ahead of time. <laughs> Not You don't win anything. All right, well, anyway, so uh, I am the only one in this group who actually was alive when the Voyagers took off. Woo! Woo! Yay, old age, right? You made it! I've made it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've made it. I don't even know what that means, but... When calculators powered spacecrafts. Slide rolls, baby. But uh, interestingly (laughs) enough, actually, I mean, this all kind of started off with, like, slide rolls and stuff, so... It's crazy, but... I don't even think I know what that is. I've never used a slide roll. My entire math career has been with uh, calculators. I'm not that My old. Mine too. You, you whippersnapper. <laughs> anyway, right, so anyway. Voyager was uh, Voyager one and two uh, were launched in 1977, uh, with uh, Voyager two being launched first. Interestingly enough, in August of 1977, and shortly thereafter, like about two weeks, I believe it was uh, August 20th that Voyager two was launched, and September 5th of 1977 to Voyager 1 was launched. And uh, the reason why they are launched out of sequence is that Voyager 2 was actually on a slower path uh, to the planets, and uh, Voyager 1 was on a faster path, and so it actually got to Jupiter first. Thank you for explaining that, because they're supposed to be good at math and know that 1 comes from 2. Well, if, if you go watch the documentary on Netflix or PBS, The Farthest, they have a whole little bit about why two went before one and why it confused the whole media members. Right. Yeah. So, um, actually, uh, the Voyager missions were originally part of the uh, uh, the Pioneer missions. No, Mariner missions? Pioneer missions. But uh, Pioneer, Mariner, Mariner. Uh, Mariner uh, 10 and 11, no, 11 and 12 is what they were supposed to be. But uh, in the design of what was then Mariner 11 and 12, it got advanced technologically more than the Mariner missions, and so they renamed it to the Voyager missions. And so the, the whole idea was for Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 to fly past the outer planets, and uh, Voyager 1 was to fly to Jupiter, then on to Saturn, and uh, in particular fly past um, Titan, which we will be talking about a little bit later on, foreshadowing. And um, if Voyager 1 had missed going past Titan, it actually would have made its way on out to Pluto, mm. and would have been the first mission to fly past Pluto. That would have been cool. Um, but <laughs> it did fly past Titan. Yeah. And, also but, cool. Also cool, but the... the 
issue with flying past Titan cool. was that it, it was going to kick it out of the ecliptic, so out of the plane of the uh, solar system. And so after flying past Titan, um, Voyager 1 basically ended its mission with regards to the planets and was going to be on a trajectory to make its way out of the solar system. Uh, Voyager 2, however, uh, did manage to fly past both Jupiter and Saturn and make its way on out to Uranus and Neptune, the only spacecraft so far to do that. And uh, had Voyager 1 not flown past Titan, Voyager 2 would have had its uh, trajectory changed so it would have flown past uh, Titan. So, but all of that did not happen and we got this grand tour of the, of the planet. Which, it, sorry, you saw, you saw my point there. I did. Well, I also want to say, <laughs> so it's like what, once every 180 years of plants line up so you can have this kind of grand right. tour. Right, so in the 60s so, and 70s, yeah, there was a um, kind of a grand tour that they had planned. NASA had planned back when NASA was actually had a significant budget and was actually doing cool stuff with, you know, the solar system and exploration 50 years ago. We're in a golden age. We were in a golden <laughs> age. Um, this, this, this last, last decade, decade is the golden age. Um, I could actually make a political statement, but I will let that slide at the moment. But anyway, so in addition to the Pioneer missions that, uh, I mean, the Mariner missions that were going on at the time, NASA was also in the 60s and 70s looking for, um, they had on the books a series of missions that were going to go to the outer planets, including Pluto, which was considered a planet at, at the time. And um, it's every 175 years, you get this nice um, alignment of the outer planets, and you can send a spacecraft and uh, easily explore them. Now, speaking of political statements as well, sorry, someone, because this is a cool story. Uh, back when they were first trying to get uh, the Voyager missions on the books and actually become a mission for NASA, uh, Nixon at the time was pretty much slashing away at the NASA budget. Uh, from 1966 to 1972, it decreased by 42%, which is a big old chunk of change. Um, so finally, after Apollo ended, NASA was trying to convince Nixon to, hey, let's do this grand toward the solar system, because it's the only time in 180 years we can do it. And then the administrator told Nixon, you know, the last president that was in your place when uh, the planets were right here was Thomas Jefferson, and he blew it. <laughs> Don't do that. So Nixon goes, okay. So, so we got it. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson blew it, but Nixon, oh, all right. Can we, can we use that line with the current president and have him buy it? Yeah, I think yeah. I did. Um, <laughs> all right. Man, that George Washington was a terrible president. He yeah. better. Uh, but anyway, so uh, this grand tour of the of the outer planets mission had it was we sent a couple of uh, spacecraft past like Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune, uh, eventually on out to Pluto and such. But uh, uh, but that got that got canceled um, in true uh, NASA style and uh, or political style. It's not really NASA's fault. And um, uh, Voyager kind of picked up some of those pieces and and became the, the spacecraft that flew past all the, the outer planets, uh, minus Pluto at the time. Now, why were there two Voyagers as opposed to just one? Well, uh... Oh, oh I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike. Because... 
What were those yeah, two? Yeah, professional Voyager guy. Why don't you answer that, Brandon? <laughs> what do you think, Smeagol? So actually, if you remember, a lot of the Mayor of the Missions, a lot of the Mayor of the Missions had redundant systems going twice. I just said just redundancy. Because the technology was so new. Yeah, because Amer- the American space program really likes redundancy. ESA, not so much. They just like their stuff to work, which I get. Um, so basically, it's redundancy. That was going back. Yeah. yeah. I knew that was going to yeah. happen. Uh, if you heard the dogs. Yeah. So. Uh, well, anyway, so speaking of redundancy, the uh, the, the Voyager spacecraft uh, had uh, six computers in them, um, basically two sets of three, or no, three sets of two. So there was a lot of redundancy in it. Um, so uh, Jupiter, excuse me, uh, Voyager one, the fastest of the Voyager spacecraft, um, flew past uh, flew past uh, Jupiter um, in nineteen. 19- 79 in March 79, Voyager 2, not too far behind that. Um, it was July 9th of 1979, so what is that, 40 years ago? Uh, just had its uh, anniversary 40 years ago. In case everybody is wondering, apparently we have somebody outside of our house. Uh, um, then, uh, so after flying past Jupiter, both Voyager 1 and 2 went, uh, went to Saturn. With uh, Voyager One flying past it in November of 1980, and then uh, Voyager Two shortly thereafter, August of 1981. <laughs> One of our dogs just showed it's up. Our unofficial fifth member, the sixth member is being our General security. Leia Organa, and it's just uh, like my arm. Um, but then uh, Voyager One started making its way out of the solar system. Voyager Two continued on with Uranus and Neptune, with flybys in '86 and '89. Respectively, and in fact, um, uh, Voy- one of the Voyager uh, spacecraft that flew past um, Saturn, Voyager Two, flew past on August twenty fifth, nineteen eighty one, and uh, the Voyager Two flew past Neptune, August twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. So I was four. I wasn't even a. I was four. You were born. Yeah, you, you were almost four. four. You didn't exist. I was almost four. <laughs> You're, you were just a little over three. Almost four. Almost four. Yeah. Um, I, a couple weeks later, I'd be four <laughs> years old. Um, I was 20. I was old. Hey. <laughs> um, and as it's a good 20-year-old, as a good 20-year-old, I did not drink. At least, uh, at least you got to experience this. Brandon and I missed out on all this yeah. cool space Yeah, shows. and actually... Uh, National Geographic magazine, if you don't know what a magazine is, you can always it, look that up. It has paper with pictures and words in it. And, you and flip, it's bound. You flip through it, I know, using it's, your hands. It's very interactive if yeah. you think about it. Yeah, it's really, it's really kind of cool. Uh, National Geographic had, um, um, had a whole episode, a whole issue, I should say, a whole issue dedicated to the Voyager missions, and in particular Voyager 2. So, um, the... Planet portion of the uh, of the of the mission ended in 1989 with Voyager uh, two flying past uh, Neptune, and um, now both of them are starting uh, to leave the solar system behind, and or at least make their way out of the solar system, and that has actually um, happened with uh, December 2004 Voyager one 
um, crossed uh, what is called the, uh, the, the termination shock. It is where the uh, solar wind drops to um, subatomic speeds, I mean, excuse me, subsonic speeds. And in 2007, Voyager 2 did the same thing, um, but it did about a, a billion miles closer than Voyager 1 did. So um, it showed that the sun's influence is not exactly um, spherical. It's uh, kind of compressed. More oval. Yeah. So, so, so that's like a planet orbits, how they're elliptical. Yeah. Not. Different process, but yes. Okay. And I also mentioned that planet orbits are in the same plane. Ah, boom. <laughs> this is yeah, y'all clearly know what I'm talking true. about. Yeah. So, uh, Voyager did, 1 did it roughly 95 astronomical units, which is distance between the Earth and the Sun, um, 93 million miles. And uh, Voyager 2 did it about 85 astronomical units out. Uh, both of them are uh, considered an interstellar space now, with Voyager 1 crossing in August 2012, and uh, Voyager 2 doing it on November of last year. Oh. So, How so, many years is that? Quick math. What? How long did it take them to breach the solar system, to leave the solar system? Quick, math it. That's 41 years. Oh, wow. Oh, dang. I was like, gets you, everyone. In my mind, I was like, it was a three hour. Story. <laughs> <Like> three. <laughs> if only. But it was 41 years. When I was a little kid, uh, when I was a little kid, I used to watch that three hour tour uh, on TV when I would go. Me too. But I didn't do it when it first came out. Well, <laughs> um, I guess my response is, fuck you, neither did I. <laughs> what was that? It's a little Early thing 60s? called syndication. It was in the 60s. Oh, that was early that had been, Yeah. I want to say early. It was in color. Now this becomes a podcast of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Just sit right back and hear a tale, a tale of a fateful podcast that started about talking about space aboard this tiny webcam. That was, anyway. that was good. <laughs> you I need know, a drink more. It was clearly too... God, <laughs> nobody is going to listen to but, episode two. <laughs> no, and that's fine. Because episode two... Y'all talked about Voyager for so long, but you didn't even mention the Golden Records, well, man. No, I was just going to get there. Each is supposed to be 10 minutes. Clearly, we're going to Well, you can't, because... The, yeah, these are supposed to be 10 minutes... Okay, Linda, you can't go over this much. No, it's supposed to be 10-minute pieces, and here we are. We haven't gotten to the Golden Record, and that's a topic all on Well, if, well, if okay. you had shut up, I could have... <laughs> we're supposed to be conversing... Okay. All right, Golden Record. Golden Record it, and then we'll wrap it and go on to Titan. And then we got to talk about... The Valentine's Day in 1990. All right, well, the curious, golden record um, is on both Voyager That's spacecraft, and it has uh, has sounds from Earth, uh, from nature, has uh, greetings from like in 55 different languages, has 115 different pictures on it, mm -hmm. um, and so it is a greeting to the universe. Um, <clears throat> Right there on the Voyager Maybe we need to play the golden record to the GOP. Maybe we need to play it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, we all know that aliens have uh, record players. So. They can figure it out. Well, there's actually, well, no, there's actually within the Voyager, they, they have, like, specific materials to build the record player so you can produce the sound from the record oh, as well. Oh, there you which, go. Which is neat. 
Yeah, also, I was making a political that's... joke, but clearly it had failed <laughs> to not <laughs> come across. Well, other other things that Voyager did discover were it was the first to discover uh, active volcanoes on other worlds other than the Earth, um, aurora on other worlds, and uh, the suggestion of an ocean ocean with like Europa discovered something like uh, forty three moons or something. So there was a lot of discovery, and the volcanoes and islands. Yep. Volcanism on other worlds other than Earth. So, or I should say active volcanism. And then, it, it also took the pale blue dot, the famous pale blue dot picture. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's where I'm And going. since I have run out of a lot of time, we won't talk, uh, since I run out of time, we won't talk about the uh, pale blue dot quote, but look no. it up, Carl Sagan. We'll, we'll, we'll do our best, we'll do our best Sagan impressions in the future. Yeah. Oh, okay. When I have my turtle yeah. impression. Yeah. Um, so since Voyager 1 flew past Titan, why don't you talk to us about Titan? That is good. And I didn't know Um, that we were on a strict 10 minute, uh, countdown. Get the whip out. Man, you went over by like six minutes, man. Master, master, yeah, that's, I said it right. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Do we need to break more drinks? Are we good here? Uh, Uh... You're gonna need another one. Uh, yeah. Let's, all right. Let's. Can, can you? Can you? Can make a ninja edit? Oh, we can, can totally make, edit make a ninja edit. A musical. Musical. Ninja edit. Go. Or, or <laughs> we could have <laughs> said, "We'll be right back after we make more drinks." <laughs> That's, it's not fun. We'll be right back after we make musical more drinks. Musical ninja alert. Go. And we're back from break. Welcome back, all six of our audiences. Three of us. Three of which are us. One of which is my mom. Probably my mom. Um, hi, mom. Probably your mom. Yeah, hi, mom. Katie. Sorry, I haven't called yet today. <laughs> but I'll call, I'll call you right after this, I promise. Drunk. Um, I, I probably won't, but I will at some point, mom. But you're probably not listening anyway, so. All right. Because she doesn't know about it, but they will. Only because this is the first episode, we'll say hi to All right. moms now. No more ear... You don't exist to us when, when we get into episode 10, I'll let my mom know. There we go. Revenge of the asteroid belts. All right. Shall we tighten let's it up? Tighten. Yeah, let's tighten it up. Um, everybody tighten up there. Um, so be, I just wasted my jokes. I, I was originally going to do a bit for about 10 seconds about the Avengers Titan and how Tony Stark lived on it for a little bit. Uh, but I'll skip that now. So anyway, Titan. That's right. You were on Titan. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, so in pop culture, there's lots of references to Titan. Like, you have the planet Titan, that well, the great Titan, what's his name? Avengers, Endgame, uh, Thanos. Thanos was from. <laughs> that really confused me, because they had this big, giant spaceship. Like, we'll go with a Titan. Why is it taking you so long with light speed? Yeah. It's right there. Oh, it's a different planet in a different solar system. That's fine. Um, there's a couple of Arthur C. Clarke short stories about Titan. Um, if you remember, the, I think it was the first Star Trek movie, of uh, the reboot one, first or second one, where they come out of the hyperspace and they uh, come out of it right at the top of Titan's atmosphere to, to shield themselves from radar. Remember that yeah, bit? Yeah, vaguely. I already watched yeah. it. So, so yeah. Titan's really and one it, of those. Day, day ex machina. The atmosphere yeah. kind of goes off of it. Uh, and in Star Trek Next Generation, mm-hmm. Titan Run, or the, I believe it was a Titan's Run that Will Wheaton... <laughs> And his crew did. It got him 
in Don't, trouble. Not to be was confused that with Titan? Or it was at Titan. It was at Titan that it occurred. Okay. Another fun next generation fact is in one of the episodes, I forget which one it is, um, when they bring the planet up on their view screen, it's totally Ballast Marinaires at Mars. Like, oh, that's Mars, guys. That's cool. All right, anyway. Great so, about Titan. Titan. We'll just Live do a whole episode Mars. on, like, the planets we recognize in uh, promotional posters <laughs> and the movies yeah. that are not supposed to be that. That's how you for this. That's totally how you for this, guys. <laughs> anyway. Uh, speaking of Iepidus, speaking of Iepidus, Titan is also a moon. Of Saturn. But unlike Iepidus... Yeah, of Saturn. Yeah, hey, good, good catch there. But um, unlike Iepidus, Titan is the second biggest moon in the solar system, which means it's huge and giant. How huge? It's actually... It's bigger than the planet Mercury, Liz. Which is big. Uh, but it's not as massive, because Mercury has a really heavy iron right. core to it. Because we can talk about Mercury later, yeah, that's is. a cool planet, too. Cool. But it's a hot, technically, cold it's a hot, hot planet. Um, cold and hot. Unless you're on the Terminator, which is very nice. It's um, Goldilocks. But... The gold, well, not the yeah. Goldilocks zone. Look, we get it. We're, we got it. We're moving on. It's fine. All right. But uh, Titan is not a hot or cold planet. It is just a very cold planet. It's about negative 290 degrees Fahrenheit. Which... Which is very nippy. Um, yeah, so here in Oklahoma City, the coldest I got in the winter was 9 degrees, and so I didn't go outside. What's the coldest we got in salt? I, I don't know. I was going to look it up. Probably in the Probably about the same. 20s? But, no. but was it negative 290 degrees? No, we got lows that were in the, that were like around 10 or a little oh, bit lower. okay. Oh, 10's yeah. cold. But was it negative no, 290 not. degrees? It, was, it felt it was, like it. It was uh, survivable. <laughs> All right, that's solid. So why you would need a really, sorry, um, Apollo Soyuz burp, really, really heavy coat, um, you could actually walk out in Titan without a suit because there's so much atmosphere above you, there's so much pressure, you'd be fine. You just need yourself some oxygen and a big old coat. Um, okay. But then you also have to remember it's cold, its atmosphere is 95-ish percent Ooh. methane. They can't breathe it. And also, because it's the atmosphere is so thick, if you're on the surface, it's like standing underneath 50 feet of water, which I guess is fine if you're a professional yeah. diver. But I've never divin divin? more than like <laughs> divin. I've never divin more than about 12 feet, folks. So uh, that would be visible. Yeah, so... <laughs> divin. That's where the cosmos come in. Like... On this mm -hmm. podcast, use <laughs> divin. Never divin. Um, yeah, I'd get crushed divin, by yes. that. It's it's Latin. Yeah, you would be. Um, but another cool thing because the gravity is so light and the air is so thick. If you had like I don't know coat on on your arms, it's like wings. You could just oh, flap your arms and fly up in the sky, nice. which is really neat. Another fun thing, uh, it rains on Titan, but again, not of water of uh, that fun mm. methane stuff. And the raindrops are bigger than Earth, and they go like three times slower. So it's like raining oh, cool. snow, but it's would methane it be and like raining which in is slow cool. motion. It would be. So right before you die, hey, yeah. this is pretty. Does it smell yeah. though? Because of the methane. Because like like cow farts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so probably would smell like cow farts. Just smelling like cow farts. Yeah. So it's like driving yeah. through the I, I think I, in I, California. Sorry, Whoa. sorry, I. I, I think I misspoke earlier when I said most of the atmosphere was methane. Most of the atmosphere is nitrogen. You know, <laughs> it's fine. All right? Well, no, it's, no, it's not. It's not us, fine. And then we'll be like, oh, I yes. I know that. 
Of course, we were drunk. But the reason why it's, the reason why it's not fine is because Titan kind of resembles an early primordial Earth with 90% of its atmosphere is nitrogen, <gasps> kind of like the Earth's was. So that's one of the huge reasons why uh, we want to go check out Titan even more than we previous did and say, hey, is so life on Titan? So would this be out. still carbon-based life or would this be like methane-based life? That's a very good question, Liz. Let's ask NASA. <laughs> They're not I'll wait. <laughs> Alright, but anyway, alright, so Titan itself was formed in the same uh, secretion, not secretion disk, but protoplanetary that the rest of the solar system secretion was. Secretion disk? Um, <laughs> man. Secretion disk. It's not a public Soyuz. What it's was not a public Soyuz. I don't know. I just had a really gross Accretion disk. Thanks for having me. Secreting. Moonshot. going downhill fast. Secretion disk. I regret this immediately. Debbie does secretion disk. This podcast was a bad idea. Oh, it was terrible. No anyway, accretion disk. Uh, vocabulary yes. word. Accretion disk. Thank accretion. you. That's the word of the day. Accretion disk. So it was formed in the same accretion disk as the rest of the solar system. And we know that because it's kind of made of the same composition as the rest of the Oort cloud material. So it wasn't like made in the disk around Saturn. It's made with the rest of the planets and most of the moons. So, you know, it's a little thing. Uh, but it was discovered... Um, I think about 10 years before Mike was born in uh, 1655 <laughs> by, <laughs> by Wait, Christian Huygens. I'm sorry, we got it back up. It was four years before I was born. So. Oh, wait, I thought you said 10 meters before you were born. <laughs> like, it's that astronaut. Oh, no. It's getting to you. Clearly. Okay, four years before you were born. Four not years seven. before so I was born. Don't age him too much. Yeah. And you can only drink piss three times before it starts messing with your kidneys, so Uh-oh. be careful. I got one more glass, um, then I can yeah. do. Yeah, so 1655, Christian Huygens, he discovered the moon of Saturn, and he originally gave it a really Latin name, Saturnalius, Lunaeus, something like that. Um, but then we discovered more and more, so it was like Saturn two, then Saturn four, then Saturn six. And after a while, uh, John Herschel, who's the son of my favorite astronomer, William Herschel, was like, nah, we're just calling it Titan. I like that. So that was that for everyone. Yeah. So, so is there a connection beyond him discovering it and, uh, you know, maybe the Cassini spacecraft? There nice is, segue, but that's Mike. Like, <laughs> no, that's that's like a couple bullet points down, Getting man. We got to talk about things before thing. then. Hey, you've already gone ten minutes. <laughs> Have I? I'd say like three things this about is, Titan. The rest of it's just been like, like a plan, derp derp. Derp. Shows. totally no. lost <laughs> on a train of. The, this science. episode is going to be entitled "The Solar System." And secretion this. God damn it. <laughs> That's close. That's what I'm going to entitle it as I put it on YouTube. Anyway. The first time we saw uh, Titan Up Close was Pioneer 11 in 1979. And like Mike talked about, the Pioneers or the Mariners kind of became the Voyagers. So Voyagers swung by in 1980 and 1981. And Voyager kind of figured out... There may be hydrocarbons in there. What are oh, those, hydrocarbons Brandon? hydrocarbons are exciting. <laughs> I was really hoping to ask you that first, because chemistry is weird. Um, but they, really, they go hydrogen into building is blocks like, of life. Building blocks of life. That's the great summary. It's a bunch of hydrogen and carbon stuff used for life stuff. Those are my notes, hey. by the way. Okay. Yeah. So hydrocarbons are super exciting. So that's what Voyager found out. So we thought we should find out more about it. So in fact, we sent 
Cassini. And Cassini arrived in 2004, and on board Cassini was, in fact, the Hoyant hey, crew. It's all coming back now. It's all coming back. <laughs> <laughs> So the Huygens probe detached itself from Voyager, Voyager, Cassini, <laughs> and descended like Mary Poppins into the thick atmosphere oh, of the Saturn's orbit. Did it have an umbrella? Moon. It well, had Which is an umbrella. So, so, so what's the difference? Yeah. So it took about two hours to land, because again, nice thick atmosphere, you can take your time, landed, and it is the... Um, farthest out probe we've ever landed on something which is super cool uh it didn't last for too terribly long it is yeah yeah that's cool i never thought of that you can think of you can think of like 67p for um rosetta not rosetta first of all but um the esa probe that landed on 67p oh yeah yeah yeah. oh philly oh i love i love philly yeah um so it only lasted a couple of hours because the batteries died pretty fast because you're a very long way away from earth Understandable, yeah. uh, but it did get the best pictures we have of Titan, and it shows rocks, it shows weathering. What and do those rocks look like, though? Uh, it shows ice boulders too. Yeah, it does. Yep, a lot of those, uh, what we would, uh, um, what look like rocks on the surface, are ice boulders. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay, so when I was thought of ice boulders, it felt like mammoth boulders of ice. But it's ice, like, ice rocks, I guess. Is, is yeah, it water ice rocks? Ice? Is the yeah. Yeah. No, it is water ice. Okay. Um, yeah, because ice, oh sorry, water acts the same way as rocks do here on the Earth, but in Titan. So it's, you know, negative 290 degrees, water is rock, yeah. right, essentially. Right. Um, but there are probably cryovolcanisms going on on Titan. Um, I say probably because this guy in JPL about 10 years ago, he had this whole this random uh, guy. paper about, this yeah, this, this random guy at JPL who's smarter than I will ever be in my life. Um, he had a whole paper about Titan probably being a dead planet, but because of the ocean of really salty methane water beneath the uh, subsurface, it just kind of cracks out and it replenishes the atmosphere with the mm. methane. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the other massive thing is that there's rivers and lakes and rain on this moon. That's the most exciting flipping thing. But it's not I didn't water. It until now. Methane and ethane. It's not water, but who are we to say that? Mr. Shrimp on Titan doesn't like methane more than water. True. Like, I could have been very... Pre- like, I think Mr. Shrimp on Titan likes his yeah, methane lakes. Oh, he loves them. And, he loves them. Yeah, and in fact... And the biggest lake on Titan is called Kraken, which is awesome, which leads me to my next super exciting topic, which actually I accidentally closed oh, that out. But uh, That's fine, because... But I know it off the top of my head. A lot of the mountains and coolways, which is like little tiny hills on Titan, are named after Middle Earth yes. features. Oh my yeah. god! So you got the, you got the Misty Mountains, you got Mount oh. Doom, you got oh, uh, what else we got here? Mithril Montes, which was Mithril, and uh, that's connected to Smeagol behind you. Hey, look at that! So those are the mountains, and then the coolways, which is the hills. You got Arwen, you got Bilbo, Faramir, Gandalf, Pandir, wow. and Nimoth, which oh is a God. super you know exciting. I watching Lord of the Rings tonight. And also, um, all the astronomers are nerdy. Yeah, yeah. So nerdy. Which is which is which is why Mount Gandalf is on Titan. Mount Gandalf. Um, hey, 
made it. So I realized it was over my time. But the main reason why I wanted to talk about Titan was because, like, um, two months ago, we got a new mission to go to Titan called Dragonfly. And Dragonfly is super cool because, again, it's going to go search for evidence of, you know, hydrocarbons and other, is it the right stuff there for life and all the fun stuff. But the coolest thing is it's a helicopter that's going to go fly on the flipping moon like like a billion miles away. How cool is that? That is really cool. So, Although, uh, let, let, let on this opportunity, they should have called it Firefly. Firefly. Oh, Firefly, yeah. Guys. I thought the same thing. But, <laughs> well, if you want to talk about, first of all, they named half the flipping mountains right, that's awesome. after Mount Doom. So I feel, yeah. eh, But the Dragonfly this, team, mm, no, yeah. they're negative nerds for that. Yeah, that's true. Let me nerd out. Let me nerd out about Dragonfly. Go for it. Nerd it. Nerd alert. All right. So this thing is 990 pounds. And it's a wow. helicopter. It has eight, um, what do you want to call those things? The things that spin blades, um, rotors? has eight rotors. Wow. Those are the words. It's the size of, it's like curiosity. Wait, eight blades. rotors or eight uh, blades? Rotors. Eight Full rotors. Of, Full many, of blades? So they each have blades. Wow. Yeah. So like each on one, one is a meter live. Or four on each side? Yeah each, yeah, each one's a meter wide. And they're going to... So, if you go to wow. APL's website, which APL... APL's like JPL... Eh, APL's like JPL, but with an it's a? up in Baltimore. <laughs> with an A. It's like JPL, but with an Apple? A, indeed. Um, <laughs> Wait, they have issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. APL... They have... Yeah, um, okay, anyway, move on. Continue. I'm, try, I'm trying to talk with... <sighs> Thank you. Uh, they have this um, EDL entry, descent, and landing video, which is just like Curiosity, because you know how epic Curiosity's seven-minute terror was? Except <laughs> except this one is straight up uh, like 80 minutes of terror, because how far oh. away is Titan uh, light, light minutes? Oh, yeah. It's like 40 minutes one way. So it's 80 minutes of what, oh, what the hell gosh. is happening? So what... So again, you got the heat shield going through the atmosphere, really thick atmosphere, slow down the parachute, then the heat shield drops, and then Dragonfly drops, just like Curiosity did. But Curiosity had those jets that you know, lower hey, it down. Don't get too much gray. into my talk, cool. man. <laughs> Spoilers! Hey, hey, I love my Seventh <laughs> of Terror. But instead of all that fun stuff, Dragonfly just drops and then starts up his rotors and just flies. And just away? flies. It just flies. You know what? This looks like a good spot. I will settle myself here. And then once it finally sets down, it will have the chance not to rove, but to fly up up to five miles, flip sorry, three miles high in the sky, and travel up to five miles, and then gently set down. And this is all autonomous because it's forty light minutes yeah, away. Yeah, so everything had to be programmed beforehand. <laughs> That's amazing. So, it's so, so cool. my question is, uh, all right, so it flies, it sets down. Does it take off and fly somewhere else again? How long is the mission? So, one day on Titan is about two weeks. So, it's going to be there for at least two weeks. And then the night, it's not going to fly around at night. So, during that time, the scientists and principal investigators will be like, we want to go here and here, which has the most high profile, yada, yada, yada. And then they'll eventually go. So, they're going to land, hang out for a while, off again. and then go fly. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, the, but one of the bummers is, it's landing at low altitude because it's easy to talk to Earth that way. And for other reasons that smart people know. 
But all the lakes and rivers, oh. they're all in high altitudes. You mean latitudes? So we're not getting it close. Yes, thank you. Because longitude is long ways. That's yeah. how I know. Oh, latitude like a ladder. Uh-huh. Oh, like a la- oh hey. See? That's yeah. Things, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, but they also okay. wanted to do a mission that would be like a, like a boat or something that would float mm. in one of the lakes, that right? That was... That was an idea, yeah. Um, ultimately, so this was a New Frontiers mission. Uh, NASA's doing this whole thing, or about every couple years, they choose one medium-sized mission, which is programmed up to a billion dollars, not including the launch. It's a medium-sized uh, so mission? Like, yeah. Large mission flagships, that's like your James Webb's. Wow. Which is a little Wait, more than a Which we'll talk about at some point. Imagine if most of the money that went into the military went into NASA, the things we could do. I know, right? Oh, I I have a separate talk about Or that. the um, money <laughs> that we use to build a wall can go to... Uh, Space NASA. exploration. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. Or just, you know, I'll be happy with science in general. Yeah, think of the advances. You mean like the super collider that was never built but the tunnels are still there? Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Let's go for like a haunted house mission. Haunted tunnels. Haunted tunnels. This ha- is a science haunted podcast. Haunted you know, ghosts physics. don't exist. Wait, 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 wait. wait. That would, wouldn't that be spooky? Hey! Hey! Physics <laughs> joke. <laughs> so, uh, as a side note, um, I wanted to... We're already on a side note. This is like a double side note. I know, right? <laughs> uh, the... Many side notes. Uh, I wanted to be a high energy physicist, uh-huh. and um, the super collider was uh, one of the things that inspired me to want to be into uh, high energy physics. That and discovering uh, the Higgs boson, but uh, or at least being part of the team, but got canceled. You're like into like little, so. really, really tiny explosions. Yeah, but in those <laughs> tiny tiny explosions, you learn about the universe. So I just another side note. I realized I had my notebook here, and in my notebook, I straight up have a map of Earth. I got you that. And notebook. so the misty mountains are right there. The same notebook. I got uh, the which, same notebook. Which is also a tiny. I have it. Wait, you got this one? Yeah, yes. I got him that. I got that. Oh, I love it. It's the right size. It's perfect. Everything, man. It's all filled out. Oh, I love this notebook. That's exciting. Anyway, um, so sorry to everybody listening. Nerd, we had a new um, moment. We, we will, in fact, get better, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we transition to Mars? Uh, I have so many other things to talk about. Well, right? we yeah. don't talk about, I mean, this podcast could go on for days, really. It yeah. Could just keep, it could be endless. All right, Liz, it's 4 o'clock Central Time. You got yourself 10 minutes, and I'm cutting you Wait. off. We're 47 minutes into it's, this. We're going to go way over. So if you're still listening or watching, um, thanks. So let me, let me. I think it, if you're still listening. I said still. Oh, still. I missed the still part. I said that. Dogs were barking. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so let me, let, me, let me segue this with my favorite David Bowie question. Is there life on Mars? Maybe <laughs> there was. Hey, wait a minute. Before we go. Before oh, we go. We need an intermission. We need to. Uh, oh. We need to um, have a toast, or oh, you're toasting. you know, a dink to um, okay. Cassini, which is oh, oh, a dink yes. to Cassini. Dink, um, dink, dink, dink to Cassini. Deep somewhere in Saturn, I'm sure some of it is somehow still kind of surviving in molecule form, it's... but it's gone. Yes. Because mm. I didn't even talk about Cassini. Oh my God, oh. guys. Uh, oh well. Future episode. Uh, 
anyone listening or watching, just Google Cassini. It's an amazing mission. I highly recommend it. Wait, wait. Can we talk about it? Are we going to talk about it again? Hey, I mean, we could. Yeah, we I don't have know. so Is many there things. Be an oh, yeah. too. Well, you know what? Yeah. We're just doing this for ourselves right. at this point. So. Yeah, we... so it sounds like this is a great time yes. for a break. We'll All see right. you after the other. Time. All right, we're back. We're back. So let's go ahead and we're going to talk um, about Mars. Mars. The red planet. <laughs> fourth planet, fourth rock. From the fourth sun. rock. From Not as popular as the third rock, but a close second. Oh, but given today's world, I would so fucking go there. Let's do it. Let's move to Mars. I, I would do it. A, what, no beaches, though. No beaches. Not a bad idea. Um, they have well, great canyons, though. If you. Yes, Brandon? Great canyons. Sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about Mars. Just go for it. We're Take about it Mars. away. You got yeah, 10 we're, minutes. We're, no, you don't. Yeah, it's going to go away longer than that. So. I'm sure you've heard about Mars, everyone. That red planet is known as that because of uh, iron oxide, a little rusty, rusty, rusty dirt there. Uh, it is. What's yeah, they're dog? excited about Mars. Yeah, the dogs are very excited about Mars. They're <laughs> very happy we're talking about it right now, especially Jack. He's really being really? vocal about it. Captain Jack's very um, So Mars uh, possibly could have been very similar to Earth back in the day. Uh, and when I say back in the day, I mean millions of years ago. Billion? You mean like in, in my time, exactly. Right uh, before my birthday. Right before your birthday. <laughs> uh, it's 162 million miles from the sun. In case you don't know, our Earth is 93 million miles away from our sun. One second. Jack, knock it off! Anyway. We'll edit that. It's getting too excited. Uh, its year is uh, about twice our year, 687 days, Earth days long. Um, that sounds like a nightmare. Uh of a year, but its day is this, it's very similar, about 24 hours, a little over 24 hours. What about tilt? It's, tilt is a little bit more extreme, so we got uh, 23.4 degrees tilt. Thanks, Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> Mars has <laughs> about 25 degree tilt, so that means that seasons are going to be a little uh -huh. bit more extreme than ours. Well, and twice as long. And twice as long, yeah. So, so when, when you say extreme, like, what's the hottest it gets on Mars? Is it toasty? Like, 67 degrees Fahrenheit, like okay, a yeah. nice Fahrenheit, a nice, and like a nice positive, a nice not positive, a nice spring day, a nice That's spring nice. day. So could you, could you, could you then walk out there without a suit? Is it uh, nice no. out? No, no, you could oh, not. Oh, no, Schwarzenegger did. Okay. Did he? No, no, no. He he did, but his eyes were popping oh, out. This yeah, day. that's a consequence. So he had to wait for the yeah. alien atmosphere to come back. Fake. What movie was that? What movie was that? Oh God! What was that? Is it the one with the three titty? Yeah. There's the three titty one. Oh. Yeah. It was, it right. was that That's one. That's a famous one. Fucking. Total Recall. Recall. Yep. Total Recall. Everybody. Hey, go Brandon. Um, Pop culture. Yeah, Mars right now is not very good for humans. So you know we like our oxygen, uh, whereas Mars has a predominantly carbon dioxide atmosphere. Um, which is what ours is slowly becoming, and that's posing a problem. Um, but the problem on Mars is not uh, the problem we are facing, where we're getting a little warm from that carbon dioxide because it traps heat. Uh, Mars's atmosphere is very, very thin. Very thin atmosphere. You're not trapping a lot of heat, so its average temperature is in the negative 80 degrees. Um, average globally, which is um, not, not fun. 
cold. Cold. Is it technical? I think the technical term yeah, is Yeah, it's cold. Also, so, it's cold. given the heat from today, I'll take it. Oh, yeah, that sounds wonderful, actually. Yeah, negative 81. Yeah, sure. Well, but, you, but you also know what? On Mars, it's a dry cold. So there's no humidity. Oh, that sounds even better, actually. So, that's yeah, kind of that nice. Kinda, you like, know, that's 67 so degrees, actually, 0% humidity. Yeah, okay, so Mars temperature, not bad. Can we conclude that? So let's go to let's Mars. Go to Mars. I got it. Yeah, not bad. Um, not bad. Mars is important because it could have been like Earth in the past and could have been able to support life. That's the exciting part about Mars. Um, and we can get there in relatively short time, about two years. Um, is it two years? Nine months. Nine months. To get there. Oh, but like going into the back, that's about two years. Okay. Total missions. Launching launching on the space launch system rocket, which is the most powerful rocket ever built. Hey, (laughs) SLS. Over budget. Hey, guys. Um, So that's why we want to study Mars. We've sent a lot of stuff to Mars. Um, I'm going to get fired. The most famous rovers we've sent in the past were Spirit and Opportunity, which... Which? Which? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Opportunity. Spirit and opportunity. Ding, ding. Um, they both lasted ridiculously longer than they should have. Their initial how, mission how? was what ninety days long. Yep, ninety um, days. And opportunity just we lost contact with it. What a few months ago? Was it a few months uh, ago? A year well, ago? I think. Well, so we lost contact with last, last year. year. Yeah, but they officially um, called. But it we back. kept pinging it up until a few yeah. months ago. We gave it many months as ping. Hey, you're gonna ping us back. You're gonna ping us back, and it didn't. And that it was, was sad. Super sad. It was sad. There was a lot of hashtag save save Oppy. And in fact, it boldly went when no rover has gone before. It did. Both. It has it has it has a land record actually on any. What is that land record, Brandon? It's like twenty six miles, something like wow. that. That's pretty good. It's over. It's it's over America. You're being sarcastic. It's over it, America. It is. It is. And, and what was the first uh, rover to land on Mars? Yeah, about, about the size um, of a, oh, a microwave. microwave. Shoebox? Uh, about a shoebox, yeah. Um, what's it called? What was the thing Mark Watney said? So, it's so adorable. That rover, the little rover that could. The little rover that could, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Sojourner! Yeah. Yes! Boom! Yes, it was adorable little microwave It was adorable. Thanks, we had an event at, uh, about the landing of Sojourner. Nice. Yeah, July 4th. Cool. Well, that's why right, it was July 4th, wasn't wow. it? Wow. But that, so Jordan was in the 90s, though. We landed We landed the Viking mission. Right, yeah. July 4th. Sorry. For that one as well. Wow. Yeah, 1970. Really? God bless America. American oppression on all these planets. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so... So, uh, a spirit and opportunity, they were phenomenal because they basically told us that there was water uh, on Mars in the past and that there currently is water ice on Mars, a uh, permafrost layer underneath the surface, uh, just underneath the soil, really. Um, and that's amazing. And, and I encourage anyone listening to Google the landing of spirit and opportunity because they landed these rovers in giant bouncy balls. They bounced on the surface, encased in this, like, balloon, these inflatable bags, and it bounced like a bouncy ball, a giant bouncy ball on Mars. It went like a mile. Yeah, it it was crazy. 
see. And then it, those, those, uh, those, uh, that covering, that inflated covering deflated, and the more, and the rovers just roved on out. They're just doing their thing. They unfolded, roved on out, and started sciencing it up. And so, Spirit and Opportunity and the success of them paved the way to the, uh, current only rover on Mars. Um, and. What? Rover? But there's a lander. Oh, yeah, there's a lander. Wait, what's the lander called again? Insight. Oh, that's right. They just landed Insight. Insight. Study the what's going on. So Insight's going to study what's going on inside of Mars and Mars Uh quakes and all that Uh cool stuff. Mars quakes and earthquake. No, because we're on Mars, Mike. Oh yeah. So it's a Mars quake. Don't be so Earth centric, Mike. No, the largest Mars quake has been measured. It's been about a three point oh, and they thought there would be more, but there's been less Mars quakes than anticipated. Whoa. So, Insight's not moving around, but Curiosity is. And Curiosity's the largest rover we've sent there. It's not the size of an SUV. Alright, so it can do some good off-wheeling. Off-roading. Off-wheeling. So, <laughs> off-roading. So, if it's the size of an SUV, uh, wouldn't that kind of tear up the little bouncy ball? Yeah, so thank you, Mike, for that segue, because... <laughs> <laughs> Curiosity didn't land via bouncy ball. It was too big. It wouldn't have worked. So Brandon talked about this on Titan with what um, with what Dragonfly is going to do. So it's going to use the thunder? technology that was pioneered by Curiosity, which is the Sky Crane. Oh. So basically, thinking think of it as a flying crane that lowered the rover. I like the demonstration. Thank you, Brandon. To the ground to gently touch down on the ground and then you know, begin its science, start roving away. You know, and, and this this technology is amazing because it hadn't been tested before. You can't test it here on Earth. That's true. So the, the first test of it was when they sent Curiosity to Mars. They had to build so, the largest uh, supersonic parachute <clears throat> ever built to be able to slow the rover enough, combined with jets coming from the bottom of its spacecraft to slow it down enough for it then to be lowered by this crane, which is amazing. So, so imagine, you know, 10 years, 15 years mm-hmm. ago, when the initial engineer meeting happened, and we deciding, how are we going to land? And it's when the engineer was like, yeah. I got an idea, guys. <laughs> We're going to land it with rockets with a fucking sky, sky crane. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine what he was feeding there. <laughs> We're not going to, like, bounce it. Nah, that's that's so descending cables, guys. Descending cables. But it was not only that once it landed, uh, that all this stuff had to had to work. It had to disconnect, but because yeah, because the the sky crane flies away. Yeah, it flies off to crash. So if the cables hadn't disconnected, then we would have lost that rover. So so any one thing could have fucked that. And this was all programmed ahead of time by computer energy engineers. It's all ones and zeros telling it how to happen. That's true. Is that why it's called a seven minutes of terror? Yes, because it well, it takes seven minutes for that signal to reach us. So you have these, you know, the the NASA engineers and and everybody in JPL, JPL. in the center of the universe is what they call it. Yeah. Um, basically terrified for seven minutes. Like, is it working? Are things going according oh. to plan? Has it been destroyed? And they don't know for seven minutes until they get that signal back that everything. Went according to plan, perfectly. It was beautiful. 
and I've, I personally, oh, I was actually, uh, they, they had different mem- uh, methods of streaming this. This was back in 2012, uh, August. Actually, it, tomorrow's the sixth anniversary Woo. of the landing of Curiosity, okay. August 6th, 2012, um, and, uh, they had different methods of streaming, and I was actually watch streaming it via my ex- Xbox, and I was on the edge of my couch, gripping the couch, just, yes. You too? Yes. So, so you remember you had the live stream uh-huh. for JPL, yes. you saw what they saw, but then you also had the computer simulation. Yes, that yes. Was yes. To yes. it was amazing. So I was at, you're going, going, yeah, yeah. Saw that with my sister. Hi, uh, everybody, Google the landing because you can watch the you know artist representation oh, so video cool. of it. Yeah, um, you know when they get the first signal because everybody just erupts. And it, it was very emotional. I had tears. I, punk rock so guy, I, mohawk guy, mohawk guy. Yeah, Bob Fordowski. Bob Fordowski. I I have a phone number. <gasps> I hope he watches oh. this, Bob. We're if you're talking watching, after this, but we're talking about you. But. But I also want to point out, because I know nobody else is listening to this, <laughs> um, but if you could ever watch a landing live, do it, because it's yeah. it, or it's fly intense. by. It's so it's cool. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, yeah, you're not going to see it live, what's happening at the flyby, but... I, I think the last one was Insight Landing. Yeah. yeah, and it's just insane that we can land on something that's the, millions of miles sorry, away. Sorry, no. The most recent one was at Japan, when JAXA flew by... Uh, went in orbit there and then grabbed hold of the asteroid material yeah, around the back. Yeah, didn't they go in for a second grabbing? Or three. They did they three? Done three. Because Jax is cool. I hope that asteroid doesn't file suit for harassment. <laughs> That's fine. Hashtag asteroid two. Oh my god. Um. So back to Mars and Curiosity. <laughs> the the third oh, glass of astronaut piss is podcast. coming in hot. And then we so, lost everybody. With it's that. fine. Um, <laughs> everything's fine. So, Curiosity's job being the the largest rover sent to Mars, it's also the most scientifically advanced. Um, and its job is basically to look for evidence not of life on Mars or past life on Mars. It wasn't built for that. It was to see if it w- if Mars could have been habitable for life. So, looking for those indicators of past life, such as. Uh, evidence that liquid water flow and also these hydrocarbon signatures like methane, um, which is similar to Titan. So there's certain indicators that life could have been present on a planet, and those indicators are based off what we know about Earth and life on Earth. We are our single data point of life in the universe is our planet. And so we base what we search for off of our planet and our planet life, uh, uh, water, is indicative that there could mm-hmm. be life on a planet. A uh, liquid water, I should say. Or you, or you need it. Or you need it for life. At least uh, life as we Until know Until we go to Titan and find methane Yeah, which DNA. then that will be, or some that will be an like amazing that. Nobel Prize winning or breakthrough. silicon. Or silicon. It yeah. adds a lot okay. of carbon. So there's, there's a lot life. of stuff That's that goes into building blocks that it could be we are carbon-based life so we we tend to look for carbon-based things mm-hmm. um but that look that is not know. the limit to what could be out there that's just based on what we know as as what the data we have so far so um what i love about curiosity though is um is so it has all these tools um a spirit and opportunity they could kind of like dig into the ground a bit and that's how they found that layer of permafrost they dug a they dug a little bit, and they were like, oh, shit, what's this white shit? And they're like, oh, that's, that's fucking water ice. Um, 
Blueberries. Oh, it's talking about blueberries. blueberries. I don't know enough about blueberries. But Mike can. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, continue. No, okay. <laughs> There's not real blueberries on Mars. It's just Google blueberries Mars. You'll get your answer. There's tons of resources. Um, so, Curiosity, guys, has a fucking laser. Space laser. It's got a space laser. It can it can shoot Boom. lasers at but once. Freaking lasers. Freaking lasers. But it hits its target, unlike Stormtrooper. It, it's not a Stormtrooper. It's very accurate. So No. Thank you, Leia. So, Curiosity can shoot lasers at the ground, at rocks, and that way... Sorry, our neighbor just decided to start mowing their lawn, so <laughs> we hear a sound. I, oh, it's... At- I can there hear it too, don't worry. Um, so the lasers can tell them basically what that rock or that dirt, whatever they bla- laser blast it is, is, is made of um, from the chemicals signature that they get, um, which is which is crazy. I mean, uh, it's, it's yeah. sci- science fiction. We got lasers on Mars. We got we got the, robots the and lasers only on Mars. Inhabitants of Mars but are robots, and one of those robots are has robots. A and you know what? There's another one coming. In I'm gonna get there. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. So curiosity. What it's found so far is basically that Mars has had persistent liquid water in the past. Um, it it was a suitable home for life in the past. Um, organic carbon in rocks, uh, present and active methane in the atmosphere. Radi- wait, 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 wait. Why is methane well, so important? I mean, methane could be a signature of life in the past cow or fart. current life, microbial life. But why? But why? Like, like now, like cow fart. Yeah, like cow fart. Not that there's more or cows. Human- okay, you know what? Everybody references the cow farts, but let's be honest. Humans fart methane as well. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but so the so yes, the dogs. Yes, everybody. There's methane. Methane comes and, out of but, everybody's ass. But wait, I I feel like dogs fart more than humans. Oh, so I feel the majority well, of oh, we have one dog that definitely <laughs> farts more than humans. Her name is General Leia Organa. Hashtag rest in peace. <laughs> um. So is there life on Mars? We don't know if there's life on Mars, but there could have been. The evidence so far is pointing that there could have been life on Mars. And so the next rover, the 2020 rover, that's going to launch in July of 2020. So a year from now, less than a year now, since we're we're just entered August, um, it's going to look for signs of past microbial life. That's its main function, is to look for that. and it's also going to kind of test out its habitability and it's going to also and and something that curiosity has also done is um help pave the way for human exploration of mars because really when we send robots to mars that's our way of getting ready to send humans to a destination and that is really the goal is to ultimately get humans to mars to study the planet by collecting samples and and whatnot. And then we go rescue Mart And Mark then we Mark. go rescue Mart Watson. Yes. I was going to um, say we're going to science the shit out of Look, this. we all know that the... We're going to science look, the shit Look, we all know that the first human mission to Mars is not going to go well. It's probably... <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, so I'm talking to everybody else. And by everybody else, I mean all my mom and 
maybe he loses his mom. It's going to yeah. go great because <laughs> the rocket and the life support system are flipping yes. great. Well, Trust me. our life support systems could be great, but Mars is not a great life support system for humans. That's why we take life support and, with us. What and are we once doing? you get a certain distance away from Earth, then you're at the point that really people can hear you scream, but they can't do anything about it. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. So if there's an issue, right. uh, it's SOL. You're on your own. Which there will so be. So no one wants a problem. Pe- people are no, working hard. I'm spilling my, my astronaut piss now. No one wants a problem, but... All of our movies have shown that there will be a problem. So let's just lower our expectations and hope that the first astronauts to Mars get there and return safely. Otherwise, you'll be remembered forever. Um, regardless. Re- yeah, remembered. regardless. You remember. I mean, you would hope so. I mean, does everyone well, remember every astronaut? Let's hope they make it. Everyone's going to remember Neil Armstrong. Sorry, not Neil Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Lance Armstrong, Wait, yeah. Neil Armstrong, yeah. Oh, it's all fake. Right. Or Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, Everyone yeah. remembers Buzz Lightyear uh, when he first walked on the moon. So, so one of these episodes, we're going to go, like, fisticuffs to the moon conspiracy. And I'm not going to let you guys talk. I'm going to knock all those motherfuckers yeah. out. Look, <laughs> like let's Buzz? Just, look, let's just get it straight. You've landed robots yeah. on Mars. We've landed humans on the moon. We could do a... Robots on Titan. Robots on, robots Titan. on Titan and asteroids. Robots past Pluto. Robots out in interstellar space right now, just floating through. Interstellar space. Who knows what they'll encounter? Klingons. Maybe we don't know. Klingons. Man, we got the Vulcans out there. And we're not even in a galaxy far, far away. There are hundreds of millions of galaxies that are far, far away. We don't know what's going on. Well, okay. I am happy going outside the solar system. I don't care what technology we have. We ain't never going no. to the galaxies. A lot of pop culture references. We're going to wait until Andromeda gets to us. There and we then go. we'll go yeah. check out Andromeda. I mean, that's really all we have to do. A few billion years. A few billion years. Well, if climate change isn't killing species first. If climate change isn't killing species Oh, we'll be long dead. Yeah. Otherwise, I guess... We'll but, be dead. Well, no, no. I, I intend to live forever, and so far so good. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, the Milky, Way, the Milky Way isn't just one galaxy. We're a conglomerate of other smaller galaxies that we've eaten over time, because our galaxy don't take no shit. It's true. We are a bigger galaxy. But we have ventured outside of our solar yeah. system. Then. We have ventured outside of our solar system. We have! Oh, it's so cool! solar system, people. That's amazing. Like Voyager. Voyager uh, 1 and 2. You know? It's, it's, it's like we should really turn around and consider again. That pale blue stuff we talking about. Nice. Nice. I've thrown it away. That's a I was like, where, where's your note so it's, we can all read it? It's over there. Oh. It was a beauty. You, you mean I, y'all don't have to memorize? <laughs> Only Brandon has it memorized. He is the... Actually, actually I, I just the brought him up. space nerd of us all. Well, I mean, look again. we could well, always look it we'll up. That's edit here. It in. That's so home. I think that was a great... Uh, that was a great... Hey, Brandon. He's still saying it. It was, yeah. Yeah. I can keep going. Everyone you know, everyone you've ever heard of, has lived lives there on that mode of dust suspended in the sunbeam. In the sunbeam. A moat in the sunbeam. So, people, remember, you're not Americans or uh, Irish, Japanese, Japanese, or you're not white or black or Mexican. For our friends in China. You are. I want to be. You're Earthlings. Cool. But 
So I forget what astronaut said this, but I think it was one of the Apollo astronauts. After seeing the Earth, you know, free of its territories, free of its borders, he said, I want to take up every politician, grab him by the scruff of the neck, and say, Look at that, you son of a bitch. That's Earth. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening or watching to Cosmos with Cosmos. Cosmos. And uh, next week's episode is about Black, Black Holes. holes. Black holes. Our separation.